everybody, and welcome to episode 52 of Reboot Already Underway, season 2 premiere, everybody. Feeling good. Here we are. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David Becker. Hello. And Aaron Hahn. Don't think it, don't say it. Oh, no, it's, it's starting earlier this, this season, it's, I guess. It's I don't season know. two, and I'm already bringing in. I, I had to make sure the audience knows. Oh, God. It's not going to end. Oh, no. It's, <laughs> no, there's no end. Um, so, guys, season two, we're here. We're, we're going to kick it off with a bang, just like we started season one, talking about Captain America Civil War, doing our spoiler cast for that. We're going to start season two. Talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, doing a spoiler cast. Is that a rifle? You don't know what a rifle looks like? Swords were your thing and guns were mine, but I guess we were both doing guns now. I just didn't know that. So if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, definitely go see it. And then uh, come back. You can listen Skip to the first it. half of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just there'll be a time code if you want to skip around. We won't mention spoilers after the spoiler time is done. You know, we need to designate things such as these. So after that's been said, here's a chance. Are you gone? Three, Are you two, gone? one. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Gardens of the Earth. Baby Groot. You guys. Baby Groot is adorable. Baby <laughs> Groot's not a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. Baby Groot's in this movie. <laughs> Um, all right, so here we are talking spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Maybe we kind of want to mention how we all felt about the movie again, you know, refresh each other and the audience. This past week, I've been thinking about it, and in my list of 2017 movies, and in my list of my favorite 2017 movies, it is sitting at number two for the year. Oh boy. And what has topped it? That's what's uh, Black Coat's daughter, man. I love that movie so much. Um, but I realize that again, this is my list of favorites and not the best, because Logan is certainly a better movie than this. But Logan than Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, or yeah, than, than Guardians of the Galaxy, but. It's not what I'm looking for in a movie per se, which Guardians of the Galaxy delivered on nearly everything that I wanted. Um, like I said last week, it's a movie that like feels like home to me, weirdly enough. Like these characters are they're family guys. They're it very family. much felt like a Fast and Furious film, like to an absurd degree. I disagree with you on that, but we'll get to it. <laughs> And Fast and Furious is an awesome shot with Rocket Raccoon flying through the city. And is there face morphing? Yeah, because that'd no be that would be a Fast does, and does Furious. Vin Diesel, does Vin Diesel trying to act count as face morphing? Because it's you know, yeah. wow, yeah. shots. <laughs> yeah. So he's in both. He is in both movies. He is. That's his turn. <laughs> yeah, and so is uh, Ego. What's his name? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's in both of them. Um. Guys, what do you think about the movie overall? I mean, overall, I thought it was, you know, it's an enjoyable time at the movies. I think, you know, it, it set out kind of like we want to revisit these characters more than like 
I think more than like they had another story they wanted to tell. It was more just like we have we want to spend more time with these characters. And, you know, from that angle, the movie is an absolute success because it's like you love these characters. It was a fun time. Good humor. All that. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like the plot was very like meandering. Filler? You know? yeah, yeah, I, like I felt like it's very filler for the universe. It's like, oh, we got to. Make sure everything's up to code. We gotta make sure we throw an infinity stone. We gotta, gotta plug like, everything mean, in. Obviously, the there's a lot of importance to the story, like you know, for Star Lord's character, like it's mm-hmm. a very personal story, and I that's why I liked about it. But at the same time, I just felt it was kind of, you know, meandering when you have like ego introduced like 15 minutes into the movie, and then it's like two hours later, and you're like, oh yeah, that guy's the villain of the film. We just have like two hours in between all of that before we can go from you know meeting him to oh he's the villain now and now we have to kill him. Yeah, and so it ranked I, it ranked uh, four out of ten for me currently on my ranking of the year. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I really liked the opening scene. Just like that was probably my favorite part of the movie was the opening scene because you're I just mean, like what is you mean going at like they're like right? oh. not not Meredith and. Ego <laughs> driving to Dairy Queen, right? Oh no, that's what I want. No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> no, I'm talking about the whole movie. movie. Well, well, I mean that CGI Kurt Russell, man. They said it was makeup. We're not CGI. They said it was like makeup. Yeah, which that's is insane to me. <laughs> pretty impressive. Yeah, but uh, the opening fight scene against the galactic. What was it? A dragon? It's like I wanted to call it dragon, but or whatever. Yeah. But that it, that was my uh, favorite part of the movie was that part, the opening fight with the music in the background, all the slow mo cuts, and just all these characters working to, like fully in sync. Because like at the end of the first one, they were just kind of like finding their footing, and like now that um, they're like been together for a little bit, it seems like it's just like oh yeah, we're all in that like this is what we do. It's like you know, Star Wars like hey, are you gonna use a sword like? I don't know. Like, I won't feel a gun this time. And so, I don't know. That was my favorite. My problem with the movie is that was, kind of, in my opinion, it was kind of predictable. I was like, oh, I bet this is going to happen. And it did. Like, like I bet. Well, I mean, I'm like, surprised that they tried to keep Ego as the villain, like, secret. Because, like, that's what I assumed going into the movie, is that he would be the villain. I coming at all. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be the uh, the gold lady. She's gonna be the bad guy." They're gonna, and then Nebula, she'll be bad too. They got some baddies, and then it's like, "Oh no!" And and like, even when it was like, "Oh, he's gonna take over the world," I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's not good." But when it's like, "Yeah, I put that tumor in your mom's head," I was like, "Nope, kill him. Nope, end him right now." And that's that might actually be my favorite part of the movie is right when he just doesn't even think he just pulls out his guns and just starts firing. I'm like, that is such a perfect touch on that scene. That like, if it didn't go like that, I would be like, come on, man. Like that, that's not how that character would react at all. And I feel like, I don't know, the whole movie feels very much just like character moments that sure. It doesn't like talking about it as like, is it better than the first one? Is it not? I don't think it's a better movie. I think it has, moments in this film that are better than anything in the first one they just don't really mesh as well as they should um well because i feel like i feel like this movie was written as i said for filler to fill in for the main mega plot of 
Marvel, but also say, like, okay, this is what we want to do, and how many like individual characters, like how, we got the Rocket Raccoon um, defending the ship moment, which was my second favorite part of the movie. And I feel like they just like, okay, we got to make sure everyone has like, you know, a set amount of things. I was like, okay, let's make it big and let's kind of make it flow with the story. And I think that's what they did. Yeah. In my opinion. It reminds that's me. That's how it looks like it, Frankenstein plot. <laughs> just like going to cut this out, slap it, it in, yeah. cut this out, <laughs> slap it in. Plot. Um, but it worked, kind of. Yeah. It, it reminds and me I enjoyed of my this movie. kind of lost. Kind of down on it, but I got to. I gotta be. You got you. You gotta be. You know the the other voice in this. If Lacey is like voice. really enthusiastic, I'm just kind of ambivalent, and you're just like you gotta be the negative <laughs> side. I guess. I, I still, but I still enjoy the movie, and I have to be the guy that watches Thirteen Reasons because you two aren't. So I got <laughs> no, I gotta take that, that off the bearing. That. But oh well. <laughs> no one asked you to do this, David. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, it it reminds me of my favorite episodes of Lost, like the episode where they. Um, they get the, the the van running again. You guys remember that episode? Where it's oh yeah. It's not anything to do with anything of the greater story. It's just characters that you love, like uh, Hurley and Sawyer and Jin, just hanging out. These great character interactions, these great moments that you're going to remember far more than some of the more plot heavy episodes. Um, ones that just make you feel good, and like I feel like there's always a place for that, and that's kind of what this movie was to me. I don't know. No, I definitely agree. I mean, I w- I'm obviously a lost finale apologist, you know, because I'm like, it was about the characters the entire ne- time, not the mysteries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah, it's very much the same kind of style where it was all about the, the character moments and just, you know, hanging out, having fun with them. Yeah. Even, even if it, like, caused the, you know, the the plot to feel a bit like stagnant and stuff and the the film to feel a bit restless yeah like but then you that affords time for like extended moments like i love the sequence where uh rocket and yondu are trapped in the cell and then they have to send baby Groot out to get the fin and it's just like a whole like two minute sequence of him just bringing back oh my god it's so good when he brings the toe just lost it (laughs) like oh god And, and then rocket's like you didn't have that on board, did you? He's like, no. So what did Baby Group like? Did he just like, oh, I'm gonna cut off this toe of this, and that person obviously didn't wake up. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Like, I was writing that ad. down in my notes of things. Besides, no one, else, no one reloaded in this movie as well. No, Jacob. no. I mean, they're laser guns. So like, no, but you got Gamora's gun. I mean, runs out of ammo, and she doesn't reload it in in the first scene. There you go, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so my question real quick. Mm-hmm. Audience, how many end, end credit scenes are too many? Because we had five this in Guardians. Is, we need more. <laughs> All the end More? Scenes. Like another, like, like we need another hour of end scenes. Yeah. And, like, I'm not complaining. Like, I like end credit scenes, but I'll just, like... When you when we walked in, you're like, yeah, there's five. I was like, five? Like, what are we going to do for, like, two hours? Like, holy crap. <laughs> just going to sit here and, like, look at the... Like well, all the I'm extras, and they're yeah, hoping for another hours, scene. Just so we're all clear. <laughs> um, no, I I thought all of the end credit scenes were really good. So like if all if like one of them was like ugh, like he didn't need that, I would have been like eh, well, we don't need that. You know what I mean? That I obviously just repeated myself, but uh, I thought all of them were really good. I especially liked teenage Groot. Uh, 
which was oh yeah a plus a plus James. They should have gave him some. They should have gave him some uh, acne, some group, some acne, some root acne, because he's a teenager. He has, like a little fungus, like a little mushroom just going out of his face. <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. That's a little bit needed. Yeah, I mean, it was a mixture of comedic. It was most. It was like four comedic scenes, and then, or no, three comedic scenes and two that set up future films. Yeah. Depending on how you, and whether they're actually going to go through with that whole Stallone and the original Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing, which I don't know if they're actually going to do anything with, but. I read an interview nice or Stanley and the Watchers. Are you do you consider that comedy or setting up? Like I consider that one comedy. Yeah, because you know it, it, they're not going to bring Stanley into like a big role in the future. How <laughs> dope would Watchers, that be? <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, no, I, I read in an, uh, in an interview that James Gunn said he either wants to do a spinoff uh, Sylvester Stallone in the Guardians of the Galaxy, or he wants to incorporate them into Volume Three somehow. So. I'm sure we'll be seeing them again. Also, Miley Cyrus plays the little robot head thing. And I'm like, oh, oh my god, Miley Cyrus <laughs> is in the MCU. <laughs> what, what has this world come to? Um, no, it's okay. it's okay, Miley. I like you just fine. Um, yeah, so, favorite scenes. I mean, David already said his favorite scene. Mine is uh, when they get free from the cellar. And, and come a little bit closer, starts playing, and the arrow's just zipping through the walls and knocking them all down. I'm like, that is by far the best thing in this one, or I think even the first one. Like, it's just that perfect, like, mix of dark, like, he's murdering hundreds of people, <laughs> like, dark humor, and just put to an awesome, uh, awesome uh, track, so. Probably my favorite scene. I mean, my favorite scene is actually the same one as David's, like the that opening group montage with the song and the team fighting in the background. I thought that was the perfect balance of everything the film was going for. You know, the '70s soundtrack, the humor, the funny characters, and you know, just seeing the team work together. That one's actually. I also like the shout out to Microsoft Zune at the very end. It's like, oh yeah, (laughs) guess they listen to these things on Earth. I was like, you give them two hundred songs. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was like, LOL. Oh, if only they knew. (laughs) Have any of you seen a Zune in real life? That's the real question. Have you held a Zune? I have. I've never seen someone who actually owned a Zune. Guess who? Someone who went to our high school, Malik, owned a Zune. (laughs) Oh, Malik. Malik would be the guy that owned a Zoom. Malik, I know you're listening. Is Please he... bring in your Zoom. <laughs> Show it to the world. To Hi, Malik. I had no clue. Um, yeah. Like, it's weird that you guys like that scene so much. That's, like, in the ranking of my scenes. I'm like, eh, kind of lower. I like, I like, of course, the forest. The, be- the opening scene or the Zoom? The opening scene. I, I, like the, mm. I like the forest scene where Rocket's just messing with the Ravagers. I think that's great. Um, and of course, Rocket's my favorite character. Of course. Favorite ch- character. Rocket's mine. What about you, Jake? <laughs> my favorite character? Oh, that's tough. I really don't know. Three, two, one. Say one. Three. Scoot over to Aaron. Two, Scoot one. Over to Aaron. I don't know. Okay, you don't get a choice. <laughs> I don't, don't get a choice no. anymore. I'm, not, I'm not coming back to you. Aaron, three, two. One. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my uh, gosh! How are we not thinking two, about this? One. Okay, no one. No, 
I have all the choices. You guys. I. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're I like. I don't, I don't know. In this no, film, no, it honestly, it honestly might have been Yondu in this film. Yeah. You know. I feel like he had the second. Okay. Star Lord's character development slash growth. I would say Yondu had second. If you're to Star Lord, probably. Right. We kind of almost completely. Yeah changed how he viewed his character he became much more sympathetic and everything you know like learning like why he kept uh star lord as a child and all that or stealing or stealing because <laughs> you're young and can put it literally i like how he said this is why he kept because for, for i was small i could fit in places for stealing they go yeah why do you keep them said the exact same thing i don't know why but it, like, and he said it the exact same way that chris pratt did and i i cracked up i was like for stealing, you know, yeah, dude. I was like, I don't know why this is great, but it is. I mean, I like Baby thinking. Groot, but he's not really a character. Like, there's not like character to Groot. He is just, he is Groot. Uh, I am Groot. Um, but uh, I don't know. I probably, I guess, Star Lord. I really liked Star Lord in this movie, and if not, I'd say Mantis. I don't I like care. Wait, I don't care. No. No, you lost your time. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, moving on. Move, moving on, I guess. Um, Thank yeah. you. Shots fired. So, shot him down. I saw it again today. So there's that. It, it's a Mother's Day tradition. We always take our mom to go see the newest uh, Marvel For movie. Mother's Day, let's go see this film all about fathers. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it, it started with the Avengers. I was like, we need to go see this movie. Um, and so we went on Mother's Day, <laughs> and now it's just every Mother's Day we go, and I, I don't know why, but, like, this is, my mom's apparently cool with this, she doesn't even like these movies, so, <laughs> she likes, she likes Guardians, and she likes Iron Man, those are the two series she likes, um, but, so seeing it again, I forgot where, where this point was even going, <laughs> Um, happy Mother's yeah. Day. Happy Mother's Even Day, everyone. This after um, We're recording on Mother's Day. Yeah. Recording on Mother's Day. Oh. I found my point. Um, so, this is more of a question about the overall universe more than just the Guardians. But there's so much talk about Thanos in this movie that I just keep thinking, once Thanos is dead and gone... You guys build them up to be this huge thing. You have no other threats after Thanos. Like, uh, uh, oh no. That's when the D- that's when DC merges with Marvel, and we have the ultimate battle ever. And then they're gonna bring in Martian Manhunter because I mean, if they don't, they're obviously stupid. So that so that's gonna be the next threat. I don't think DC is a is a threat in their uh, current hey. state. <laughs> hey. But yeah, so good thing we we'll, have like we'll see about good thing we have like ten more years until this universe is complete because well, well I mean Thanos will be next year two years well I mean the end of Thanos's arc will be in two years and then it's like okay then what do we have we have another Guardians movie and uh, Deadpool Deadpool well Deadpool will be the new again not in, not in this <laughs> yeah they're gonna universe. have a Fox uh, Marvel crossover and just bring the Deadpool in will come back. I mean, there's plenty of other giant villains in the Marvel universe that they can draw from. Yeah. I'm not quite sure which ones they have the rights to, but but you got to go cosmic, and then you lose like kind of all your 
Earth heroes. Like, it's like, I mean, they're losing half their Earth heroes anyway, I guess, after Avengers is done. So, I don't know. It's just kind of like, you guys... And, you know, you're, you're also assuming that Thanos is going to, like, end up dead or defeated by the end of the film. I mean, you never know. That's how it ends, man. <laughs> That's how... And if Damn. Nebula isn't the one to deliver the killing blow, I'll be a little upset. <laughs> like, Nebula is the only one with any personal stakes in this fight. Everyone what about is... Trax? Actually, I guess they changed his origin a little bit, that it was not directly Thanos that murdered oh, his right. family in the film, as opposed to the comics. Right. Yeah, she's literally the only one with any personal stakes. I guess Gamora as well, but they kind of are like a package deal, so... There we go. It'll be a sister teamwork thing. They'll they'll end them together. Or it will probably just be Iron Man. Iron Man's dying at the end of the fir- at the end of Avengers three, and I'm calling it right now. He and Iron or er, no. Captain America are dying. He's at the dying end of Avengers in Avengers four because they have to keep Robert Downey Jr. as the box office draw for the fourth film. But all right, maybe that's the smart thing to do. The good thing for your story would be if Iron Man and Captain America at the end of... Uh, when Avengers has 3. Marvel never gone for the more, well, you know, money-conscious choice? <laughs> I'm going to pull... They're like, oh, let's end Civil War with uh, Captain America sending Iron Man a letter saying, like, hey, we're friends still. Because, you know, we can't have people believing they're not going to be friends anymore. Right, right. But I was just thinking... It's like in school, and you fight with your friend, and then the teacher makes you make up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Marvel's the teacher. The teacher. Kevin Fahey, Makeup Fahey, Iron Man. Fahey, 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 what's his name? <laughs> Kevin Fahey? That's <laughs> something like that. The teacher is Kevin Fahey here, is all I'm saying. Um, but this is how I think Avengers 3 should end. I'm going to play a bit of uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, what's his name? Guy from King of Queens. Well, this is... Pat Oswalt. Where he, like, you know, he does the... The, the Star Wars 7 uh, yes, filibuster. That's, that's filibuster. Um, so I think at the end of Avengers 3... Captain Man and Iron Captain Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like it. having a stroke. Cut, cut, cut this whole filibuster. Yeah, you Man already lost. When Iron Man, they're gonna be like, "Hey, we can't stop Thanos, but our team needs to escape. We need to work together to stop him, so that way our team can escape." And then they're gonna hold hands and go in and fight, and that'll be how their characters end. You know, they were teammates till the end. Wow, I, I feel like I'm watching an episode of Teen Titans Go. And then a you know, kitty and happy, move on. A single right. tear will drip <laughs> down Ant-Man's face. And you'll be like, you know what, Ant-Man, you are the sleeper hit of this whole whole franchise, or this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. But is Ant-Man going to be big or little? Like, is it going to be a mega tear or like a microscopic? It'll like, be a ooh, huge tear. About it. He'll drown Thanos in his tears, and that's how Avengers 2 will end. <laughs> right. Guys, let's move on. Three. Two, five, whatever. Move on. <laughs> That's all Upcoming movies of the week. You hear that? What? Nothing. No birds. No animals. Nothing. Let it be good, let it be good, let it be good. Alien Covenant. Oh, I should watch. Whoa, I should watch you every need single to watch Alien those now, movie I want right now. To You've seen Prometheus, right, David? No, no I haven't. I oh, just, def- haven't? I just defend it because it's fun. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, because Lacey is way too critical of it because the, the it's a great is, film, right, Lacey? The fact is that I, 
I've actually defended it quite well against, and I haven't seen it. So that that's the truth. No, it and now you're gonna watch it and be like, "What was I thinking? Like, yeah, why was no, I defending no. this film?" <laughs> Prometheus is utter gutter well, trash, and no one. Should it's not in the Alien collection that Jacob Lemon borrows. So they just give you like the quadrilogy or whatever it is. You sure, really only need to watch one and two. Don't watch three and four. Three and four is so bad, and they have nothing to do with Covenant. So, <laughs> I mean, as far as I know. Yeah, watch one, two, and Prometheus, and you're good. Yeah. I think the new Alien looks good. But that's just me, because I haven't watched any of them. So, I think I'm like, yeah, okay. Some scary stuff. I'm down. I'm, I mean, what, like we're obviously coming from different places on this one because I'm like, I've seen the entire oh. franchise and I'm like, I'm not excited for the, because like the majority of the marketing for this film has been like, it looks like they're trying to convince us that it's basically just like the first film, you know, like here's a bunch of explorers trapped in a Same confined thing. spaceship with a xenomorph in there coming down and hunting them one by one and it's a ho bloody horror sci-fi film and it's like maybe that's fine but it's also what we've seen before yeah i want to see them explore the you know the storylines that they left open at the end of prometheus which i thought would be far more interesting than a retread of alien so okay to get the story it should go it goes prometheus alien covenant alien and then alien one through four right that's, that's the chronology yeah. yes okay but of course there'll be five other films after covenant that are in the alien universe because ridley scott can't contain himself <laughs> i and then you get the avp film but don't well, is it what's his name? Guy who did District Nine, he's making one too. Alien Five. I think Ridley Scott said like that film is effectively like canceled at this point because he's like I'm doing my own thing, so no one's gonna go for Alien Five. So here, but Alien Covenant, see it. Tell me about it. I will hopefully see it. I, I don't know. I'm, I've been allowing myself to get a little more excited for it because the reviews seem pretty positive and it does seem like there is some material that like explores the aftermath of Prometheus. So it's like I'm trying to convince myself that it's worth going to see in theaters because mm. when the first trailer came out, wasn't interested at all. Now I may or may not see it. All right. So here are my thoughts. Whoa. I love Alien. I love the original Alien. Aliens, I, I like quite a bit. Um, and then they tarnish this name with a little film called Prometheus. Yeah, that's the um, first one. Okay, it's move on. Definitely not AVP and AVP2. We, we don't have time to get into this argument. <laughs> and so, no, I'm, I'm skipping after. And so now, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, fiddle dee dee. All right, so I'm coming into this like shame on Danny McBride. Why is he in this movie? Well, I was like, why is James Franco not in any of the cast list? And then they're like, hey, it's a spoiler. Don't look this up. I'm like, oh god, okay, all right. I know he's in it, but don't do this. So like, I'm at least it's such a it's just such a weird combo to have in your alien yeah, horror why? film. I'm just why is Danny DeVito that not part of this film? That is a real question. Yes, he, he plays the alien. Oh my gosh, I'm, 
in a rubber I'm gonna suit. See it. <laughs> I'm going to see it every single day. Monday oh my God. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm coming into this as a fan of Alien and one who doesn't like Prometheus. But I texted Aaron this week and I'm like, I ha- I've had a bit of a, an epiphany, a revelation of sorts. Where I was like, I don't like Prometheus, but I like what they were going for. I like that they're like trying to explore the galaxy. They're trying to give each planet a story, each each race of each like alien race or each planet a story, and and that I like it. And it was because in this one trailer, they're like, "Hey, what happened here?" And they're looking at all the walls and stuff. I'm like, I'm kind of curious. What did happen there? I mean, we know it's the xenomorphs, but like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I like that idea. I like the idea of the xenomorphs being sort of uh, a, like the locusts that take over the world almost by just the Loki, killing, the, lo- the Loki, yeah, who just destroy everything <laughs> in sight. And so from that angle, I'm interested to learn the mythology of Alien. But then I was saying to Aaron, I'm like, well, I'd much rather probably just read it. And I'm like, well, it's like fan fiction. And then I landed on Prometheus's fan fiction. Really bad fan fiction. So <laughs> I don't know where I'm at with this film. I'm going to be seeing it. I'm interested and excited that a lot of reviewers are saying it feels a lot more like Alien. It's back to, to horror, which that's my problem with Aliens. And it's my problem with Prometheus is that it doesn't lean on that as much. It's more adventure action kind of stuff. Um, although Prometheus, there's a bit more of that. But you're the one critiquing the zombies. I hate the zombies. Those are like so the most much. horror aspect of that I film. Hate, I hate it so much. I don't want to. You're literally just keeping going back and forth, and you're getting very close to some spoilers. So we're gonna move. Oh, sorry. I'm sure. No, I mean, it's not a spoiler. It, it's, no, it's not. A spoiler. Let's. I don't <laughs> know. I'm not gonna talk about let's, it. But all I'm saying see. is, I will be seeing this movie this week. You'll be hearing my thoughts. Will. Will my Alex Jones impression have to return? I hope not. I hope this movie's better than that. If your standard is Phoenix Forgotten for bringing out that impression, I <laughs> doubt Alien Covenant's on that level. I hate Prometheus, so we'll see. Let's move on. Uh, to the next film on the list, a little film that I like to call... <laughs> something that I need to open my notes for, because I forgot what the movie is. All right, it's everything. Everything? Is, is that a question? There's no question, Mark. I just thought I would spice it up. because the, the title question. Are you confused about everything? the title? No, it's everything, everything. Yeah. But no oh. question, Mark. It, it's like the live, die, repeat, repeat. But in the first movie. so No, it's live, die, repeat, and repeat. Oh, is it really? I thought it was live, yeah, die, it's repeat, <laughs> repeat. Repeat, repeat's almost better. <laughs> I know. That's what I was saying. You're, that would be better if they did the comma between the two repeats. But what if no, they just did live, die, repeat title. times two? Or call it something different entirely. So everything, everything. This is a trailer that was making the rounds when it first came out on Twitter, on Facebook. And you know those horrible, cancerous Facebook videos? The ones that have the white bars on the top. It's like, oh my god, crying. I hate them so much. They steal other people's content. But that aside... It was like, this girl can't go outside. She has a rare skin disease. Is oh, this... I told you about this one. Yeah, yeah. 
It's it's that Martian kid movie, but with a girl, and she's that's what inside. I literally told you. Did you really? Yes, <laughs> dude. My memory is like, horrible. When I, when I first when it first came out, I sent it to you on Twitter. I said exactly that, and you're like, "What? Are you are you joking dude, right now?" My you memory like, is literally us, the worst. With a with the girl on Earth instead of a boy from Mars. Yes, that's literally what I told you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take all I feel the like credit. this has happened like the oh, past few weeks. You, you've been like, I just said that to you, and I'm like, really? Do I listen to anyone? <laughs> but anyway, David, and how about you regale us with your thoughts on the film? Oh, it looks awful. Like, like they showed like half the movie already, or more than half the movie. It's like, I can't go outside. She's outside. I'm gonna die. You're obviously almost dying right there, but you're gonna live. Uh, well, at least I'm assuming I'm gonna guess that I'm she's gonna, gonna live, and he, probably he is gonna die. That I'm calling it right Ooh, now. You're gonna, you're gonna have to fault our stars, switcheroo. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, and then like she's like, I can't go outside. <clears throat> I'm sick, and then he's gonna get hit by a car trying to see her. <laughs> he <laughs> It'll be I some would final love the movie if that's how it happens. I, if if that happened, it, it, I I make if, 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 if she was like, you finally taught me how to live again. Now we should go off and enjoy life together, and then he just like instantly get hit, hits by a truck or something. I would, mm. I would love that film. I pay you know ten whatever the movie ticket price is that day. <laughs> Guys, ten dollars. You don't just twelve dollars. Now, yeah, I think you're getting this wrong. That's what the standard no. for romantic films used to be. Now remember a film that came out last year, Me Before You. There's a new standard. What's going to happen is. She is going to give her, like, eyes or something to this guy because, like, oh, my life isn't worth living because I can't go outside. Here you go. Take my eyes or something. And be like, how romantic. And you'll be like, no. So it's like she can see the world. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is how this movie's (laughs) going to end. (laughs) This is is the movie. And then the maid that's fired is going to come back and be like, man, I miss that little girl because, you know, they fire the maid. I don't actually I don't, I do know because I, I kind of I actually did. I was annoyed by the premise of this film, so I went and read the plot synopsis of the book. Mm-hmm. So I actually know how it ends. Oh, don't tell am me. I, but like in, this, say, am in I the close? trailer, in the trailer, the mom gets mad. It's like, oh, you let her outside. Get out of here. You're fired. So I was like, oh, there goes the maid. No, oh, she's done. Am I close, Aaron? No, no. I don't. What if I want to see this crappy movie? Don't. Just shaking your head. I can still see you. That could be a spoiler. Aaron. I'm not saying anything. Oh, God. We'll talk about it off air. I think I'm close, though. That seems so, so cringy that I think it might actually be the it's, synopsis it's, for it's a young It's a cringy novel. ending, but it's not that cringy. It's not, like, plot. offensively bad like okay. me before you. Right. It's just bad. Plot twist. She's actually just not sick. The mom's an over-controlling freak. It's like That'd be cool. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) You know those great Mother's Day movies? Carrie and everything, everything? Oh, man, those are my favorite. Um, I was trying to get my mom to watch Psycho today. Oh, yeah, that's a great Mother's Day movie. I don't know what's wrong with that, yeah. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. The Long Haul. Not my Roderick. (laughs) Hashtag not my Roderick. (laughs) Did, did they ended up change? Did they end up changing the actor or no? The whole they, yeah, they recast like everyone. Yeah, because they would have outgrown it. 
Have you guys seen the first? No, film? no, didn't they change it back? What do you mean? Change I read. I read somewhere that they changed like the old Roderick back to the like, like so this new Roderick like got like decast and they cast a new one. No. That's not. What I haven't been like. following the production. <laughs> that, that of definitely Star Wars. has not. Because, I guarantee. Because if you're if you're on Twitter, you've seen the hashtag not my Roderick, and no. they've just been tearing no, this no new kid that. apart. You have it? I'm, no. I don't even know who I follow. I don't know either. Children? <laughs> like literal children? Well, people were like up in arms about this Roderick and like No, this is, no, they didn't recast Roderick. I don't know why I even had to justify that theory with a lookup. But here I am. <laughs> um It's because nobody Knows what to expect from another Diary of Wimpy Kid movie. Have you guys seen They're just the like, first why one? are we getting this? Who asked for this? Anyone? Anyone? Why do we need this? What? Have, have any of you guys seen the first three? No, I've but seen I the first the books, two. So. I saw the first three. Number one, bad. Number two, all right, it's a little bit better. Number three is like so atrocious. Like one of the most offensively horrible films I've ever seen. <laughs> so the fact that they're even coming back for a fourth is, uh... It, it's something. They're going, right? for, they're going for six now. Come on now. We're going for six? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, once you beat three, I feel like you just have to go to six. You can't just go, oh, we made four. Like, yeah. unless you're like, unless you're oh, no, the Hunger Games, we're going to split the third book into two part, parts to make more money. Genius. Or the okay. Avengers. Whatever. Huh? I'm already saying, but oh, well. The Avengers. There's only going to be four of those. Oh, Avengers. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Obviously, we're. No, they're going to split event. There's not going to be Avengers 4 and 5. It's going to be Avengers 4.5. Four, like, they're going to split it somehow. I'm calling it. Kingdom Hearts numbering. 358 over two days. Avengers. Um, so or yeah. there's going to be like... Okay, go on. <laughs> Obviously, we are not the uh, core demographic that they're shooting for on this movie. Um, we're not 13 to... or I don't know what the demographic is. 8 to 13, I suppose, for this kind of movie. Um, so, should we even justify this movie by ripping it apart? I think yeah. we should just move on. Yeah, I, I think we should too. Guys, let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. There once was a girl. No one dare speak her name. Go for it, David. <laughs> I mean, go for it, man. Said he watched a lot of so, movies. I went to California this week. Therefore, that was a very long flight, and I was able to watch a lot of free movies. Yeah. I was like, oh, like five hours? Yeah, I can knock out two and three movies, depending on when I start. Like, no big deal. So, let me start my train. First of all, watch episode of 13 Reasons. And I don't, I don't understand, like, the hype. Like, no one asked it. you to do this, Devin. Really? I know, no one but... Asked you. Okay, we are a modern podcast, right? We need yes. to be up in, I mean, on all the quote-unquote hip topics mm. by all these youngsters, you know? Yeah. If someone's talking about 13 Reasons, we should actually have a voice on 13 Reasons. If someone's talking about the new Marvel movie, I mean, we should have them, like, 
someone who knows like, something about the new Marvel movie, hopefully, got to be very well-rounded. So you're taking the next crappy series, Aaron, and then, Jacob, you can finish. <laughs> yeah, all Just right. full circle. <laughs> I full don't circle, even have time man. to watch series that I want to watch. <laughs> like, what no, makes you no, think no, I no. watch 13 reasons or whatever? Um, so, yeah, so. Yeah. I'm going to keep... I don't know why everyone's, like, hype about this. I'm I'm thinking it's, like, the first episode, I was like, okay, whatever. But I feel like it's getting progressively worse. And then, like, I just heard that they released, oh, we're making a season two, and everyone, like, lost their mind. I'm like, oh, boy. So you're gonna, are you going to watch season two? I mean, Are you going to see like, how season one ends? I'm probably going to end up watching season two because... I feel like I'm just going to finish it, like, keep plowing through. But it's progressively getting worse, but my girlfriend really enjoys it. She's like, oh, my God, that was such a good episode. Like, I can't wait. To, like, what's going to happen? I was like, I don't know. I wonder. But, I, my problem oh, with well. it is that it looks a lot like a ABC Family slash Freeform show. And those are the most I can't get it inoffensively shows. Oh, my God. Everyone right now. Pause the podcast, look up a clip from the ABC Family movie, Cyberbully. The clip is, I can't get the cap off. <laughs> Only ABC Family can take a serious topic such as suicide and make it so cringeworthy, so horrible, so offensively written and acted that it's laughable. ABC Family, you suck so bad. All right. Anyway. Also, last week I watched The Circle. Totally forgot to mention that. Don't know what I was thinking. I watched The Circle last really? week. You did mention yeah, it. Yeah, really. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. You said you went to go see it with your last dad. Week? And you're like, uh, I wish it was better. And then you kind of moved on. All right, good, good. <laughs> oh, so, right, no, so no other thoughts. <laughs> oh, yeah. That John Boyega's in it, like, you know how, like, in the yeah, you like, definitely talked three... about this. You, yeah, okay, you yeah. definitely did. He, he's like in three parts of the trailer. Those are like the three parts that he's in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank God we paid all this money. Oh John yeah, I, I, I remember you talking about it. No, so I watched on the airplane "Live by Night," the Ben oh, Affleck like that? that he made. I, I really liked it. It was quite enjoyable. Like. I don't know why I liked it, but it was like the old like, like America. Uh, he's like an immigrant, and like just an like old gangster movie. And like, turned out really well. And I don't know, Ben Affleck and the Irish accent kind of like made me laugh. So I liked it. All right. Had some had some drama, had some action. It was really well written, in my opinion. And Ben Affleck's a good, in my opinion, is a good director. Oh yeah, I think so. He, haven't seen. And movie, like. But. And this did, like, really poorly, like, mm-hmm. at the box. Like, but I think it's because, like, just no one went and saw it. Like, everyone's like, hey, when's the new Batman yeah, movie? It's like, I just came out with the new the movie. box office is low. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I mean, you. can't make money if no one goes to see it, right? <laughs> yeah. <'cause, laughs> Sorry, David. Like, and he even made, like, a comment on it. He was like, everyone's like, yeah, how's Batman? He's like, well, I kind of just put out a new movie. Like, we don't care. How's Batman? I was like, well, I just put out this new movie. Like, so people just yeah, I mean, kind of was care. It was released in like a, because they released it on like Christmas Day last year, and it was already a really, you know, heated competition for like the Oscar mm-hmm. bait season. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it just kind of got lost in the shuffle. 
but also pretty negative critical reviews as well. And I'm sure that didn't help. I'm still yeah. interested in seeing it. Haven't yeah, gotten too. around to it yet. It's worth it. Yeah. I'll give it a watch. Um, I watched Girl on the Train. Oh, nice. Yeah, it wasn't was good. This is what? No, it wasn't. Huh? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. No, I, it like I'm, I'm like, well, Gone Girl's better. Moving on, like yep. that's literally what. Yeah, pretty much. It's an inferior version of Gone Girl. Yeah, but at least I saw it, and now that I know that, like, it just, just wasn't, wasn't anything like it. Didn't really like one of those movies should catch your interest, and you know what I mean. Be oh, what's gonna happen? I half the time I was like, yeah, I mean, this isn't really that good. I bet this is gonna happen, or I really don't care what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I watched on the plane Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh my god! Finally got around to to that video game movie, and it just oh god, it's so. Why is it so hard to make a video game movie? Because <laughs> like, the things you like about a video game aren't the things you like about a movie. Yeah. Like Michael Fassbender does like a fine job, but like the way that it was written. Like, it's written as, like, everything happens and nothing happens at the same time. I mean, that's like, just Assassin's and, Creed. <laughs> like, the Animus yeah. is all, like, technically fictional, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it all happened, but you can only do what your ancestors already did. I don't know. Assassin's Creed sucks. Those games are horrible. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Big stab. Yeah, <laughs> Was I'm it, taking did a you big use stab. your Assassin's Blade to stab at the series? Yeah, my <laughs> hidden blade, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and there, and I didn't really, because they took some, like, I don't know, it just the whole premise wasn't a good starting point, and they did Too much future, not enough past? Y- yeah, there was that. Yeah, I'd say that. But, oh, well, I'm glad that I saw it, because now I can have an opinion on it. Saw in my favorite movie that I probably saw it was the Infiltrator. That's uh, with good old Breaking Bad's. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston. And that was that was really good. I rented that movie but never got around to watching it, so now I kind of feel bad for not watching. <laughs> you should. Like it's on Amazon. I don't remember. It is. Yes. It I don't is. know. Okay. Yeah. It's based on a uh, based on the true story. Of the infiltrator, you know. He does really well in this role. And what basically the, there was a lot the tension in this movie is at like an all time high. Mm-hmm. Like at all times. And you can tell. And like like so whatever, like he was, you know, because obviously he's like an undercover like cop. Whenever like he's just like like, in the moment, I'm like, crap, like, oh, like, this is, like, real rough, because you obviously know what's happening. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to get caught, like, and I don't know. And it was all true, you know, because it's based on a true story. No, but it was re- it was really good, really well done. Uh, at the end, they kind of, like, I always, like, when if it's based on a true story, they always go, oh, this kid, this guy, this is what he's doing. Where now. are they this now? Guy. Yeah, yeah I always like that. I don't know why, but I do. So that was good. And then one movie that I watched in the hotel Fast Times at Rich, oh, Richmond High. Uh, yeah, Fast Times at Richmond High. 
Yeah, that, oh, that's the name of it. Uh, my dad, like, mom, I'm like, Dad, what, what are we watching? And he's, like, half asleep, so I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Oh. But, uh... Yikes. Quite a movie. <laughs> yeah. Quite a movie. That's definitely an 80s movie. Definitely, uh... I, 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 liked, I liked it, because I was, like, cracking up, like, half the time. Like, yeah. there was just a lot of... I'm surprised, like... But I was watching it on like TV, and so like there's like full nudity on TV, and so I was like, "What? Was like What's HBO going on?" Like or something, huh? It's probably like HBO or something. I, I guess it's Hotel High, but it was like real weird. But it, just some of the things that happened in the movie like had me laughing, and the way that they reacted to it, like like all the characters were just like stupid. But it was an '80s movie, and it was enjoyable for me. I don't know why I liked it. I was just—I didn't like. I liked it that I would never watch it again. But like, you know, when I'm like super tired and I'm like watching this movie, cracking up at dumb stuff, mm. eh, it's not bad. Not bad at all. All right. And man, David, you're kicking our butts this week. I mean, I'm assuming Aaron had exams no, this week, so that I'm is, have a yeah, I have list. short list. Uh, that's all because I have to watch Prison Break last week's Prison Break episode uh, on Tuesday, this Tuesday. So you're gonna get a double Prison Break next week. Ooh, uh, double no. up that prison. Well, yeah. So I watched like a lot of lot of movies. It felt pretty good. All right. Well, Aaron, how many things do you have? I have three. I have two. So right, do you want to go biggest to smallest? The big thing I watched this week, I finally got around to watching Rings. Oh, yeah. Oops. I already forgot you told me about that. <laughs> yeah, I texted you about this. It's such a forgettable movie. Um, it really is. So, yeah, basically, it feels like they were trying to make four different films at once and then just kind of smush them together. Like, there's the... It starts out with, like, some interesting ideas. You're like, okay, they're trying to, like reinterpret the ring mythos for a modern age you know how would mm -hmm. the transference of this video change when you can you know trade videos across the internet and you know get hundreds of views viral and all this but that doesn't but then they happen. instantly drop that yeah. plot thread like 10 minutes after setting it up and then they just go for this boring you know Rehashing. remake basically yeah. of the original ring where they're just like, oh, here's a video within the video. And we have to trace the origins of all these images to find out the origins of uh, Samara. And then at the very end, they're like, oh, wait, it's actually a remake of The Ring 2. Because we got, we, we saw that plot twist in there that yeah. no one saw coming except for the people who watched the trailer for the movie, which spoiled the twist in it. Yep, yep. Because, I mean, they literally spoil the twist in the movie. They have... Uh, the blind guy uh, reveal what her hand says yep. in the trailer yep. for the movie. Yep. And then, and of course, the there is the plane the scene. That that just is tacked, so tacked on. It has no connection to anything else in the film. This film literally has two cold opens. You know what I'm saying now, right? Like, there's the yeah. cold open of the plane, and then there's the cold open of the Big Bang Theory guy doing like finally like finding the tape and then like the water stopping to drip on the like whatever that's then rings it's like you can't have two right. cold opens you cannot I mean, do that <laughs> like this this was basically 
they, th- this was a film that you know had been in production like so long and been on the shelf for so long mm-hmm. that I'm assuming what happened is they had like a completely different film in which this plane sequence was a, like the big climax or something. Yeah. And then they just ended up changing the stories so much over the years, but had spent so much money on the plane sequence that they're just <laughs> like, oh, why don't we tack this on the beginning so we can throw yeah. that in all the marketing, even though it has no correlation to anything else in the plot. So yeah, it was basically it was basically four films, four different directions, trying to match together, but none of them worked together, and so it just ended up like this convoluted mess, mm-hmm. and you know, overall just not scary, not no. well acted, not well written, not interesting, and doesn't do anything to really expand the franchise in any way. So not a good film. No, and an pretty obvious... low on my rankings. Like, they were obviously trying to make the boyfriend look like Dave Franco for some reason, but it's not Dave Franco, so, like... I didn't even think of that. I'm like, okay, I get Dave Franco sells right now, or, I mean, I guess he must have sold even in 2015, but, like, guys, it's bad, but I don't know. Also, there's... Also, also, I just want to point out, this film shares something in common that I had completely forgot about with The Bye-Bye Man where the girlfriend asks the boyfriend to tell a, a random story that no girlfriend would ever ask their boyfriend to tell them. <laughs> and then they tell it, and it's supposed to be like this weird foreshadowing that never <laughs> happens. In both Rings and The Bye-Bye Man, both movies were from 2015 originally, you, but you, set on the you show. Know, you know what else The Rings and The Bye-Bye Man have in common? What? They're at the bottom of my list yeah. for 2017 films. <laughs> me too, me too. Bottom, bottom two. Phoenix is the very, very bottom, Because <laughs> nothing, no film has ever inspired such vitriol from me <laughs> than Phoenix Forgotten. As we all were witness yes, to last so, week. Yeah. So, uh, Beyond Rings, uh, Riverdale wrapped up their first season oh, this oh. week, so I wanted to talk about that. How's that going? It was definitely uh, a pleasant uh, surprise. Like, I feel like the whole idea of, like, just transforming the Archie comics, you know, mythos and turning into this dark and gritty teen soap opera, like (laughs) drama slash horror series or whatever. That alone is enough to keep me interested in this film or in this series. Mm -hmm. But then it also turned out to be, you know, surprisingly just like well-made, you know, Mm -hmm. like you got a pretty great cast. You got, uh, Cole Sprouse as Jughead was, like, the highlight of the entire series. Like, you know, that's yeah. one of the main reasons I was watching, and he did not disappoint. Good, good. And then you just... It was actually... They did a nice job balancing, like, the more, like, lighthearted, teen-centric, traditional Archie Fair with the murder mystery and the, you know, darker elements. So it was just... It's a very odd show. And, you know, in that way, very much like its inspiration, Twin Peaks, you know, it's just, it's a show that feels like it shouldn't work as well as it does work. Okay. So I'm definitely going to be around for season two. And it hits Netflix soon. So if anyone's interested in checking it out, it will all be on there. Did Jughead eat a burger? Because I feel like... He did eat a burger. People were really upset about it on the internet. They're like... Make they waited until the season finale, but he finally ate a burger. Wow, that's... <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay, um, so what is and your... And then, real... 
real quick, uh, final thing. I watched the first episode of the new season of Master of None. Oh, okay. So I haven't watched that at all. I haven't. Highly, highly recommend the show. It's just so hilarious and so inventive. That is with the Zizan Sari, right? Yep. And so the first episode was a great, you know, reintroduction to the style of the show. It was basically they took a lot of inspiration from uh, Italian cinema, specifically Bicycle Thieves, which is okay. a really great uh, classic film. And so, you know, it just retained all like the humor and wit and inventiveness that I've come to love about the series. So I'm excited to watch the rest of the season. All right. Awesome. Nope. I'm interested in that as well. But again, <laughs> as we all know about me and TV, who knows if it'll ever happen. You know what I'm saying? TV sucks. Um, speaking of TV, um, the only movies I watched this week were Guardians, which we already talked about. And, of course, The Graduate, which we're going to be talking about on Gateway to Cinema. It's already out. If you want which will be out, by the way. Yeah, yeah, so go look at that. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good movie. Um, but as far as TV goes, I'm going to start with the earliest thing in the week. I watched the 2017 um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Because my dad was watching it. But also, music. It's a big part of my life, you know. I, I like old 70s rock. Um, so, you know, watching ELO uh, play music together was just weird, because when, when you grow up with music like that, like ELO, and then Yes uh, was also inducted um, in Journey, uh, so like growing up with that music, you never really put like faces to names or anything, and so seeing like these old guys just like rock it out, man, oh god, it's so weird, but it's perfect at the same time uh so that was great also i believe joan baez i believe her name is was also inducted who was like a a, a 1960s she like invented the protest song um so that is her claim to fame and then uh tupac was also inducted and the rock and roll hall of fame yeah i mean rock and roll hall of fame is like it's it's any kind of music really um and then pearl jam which well, i also i like pearl jam quite a bit so i was excited about that so that was, that was a good show um hearing snoop dogg uh talk about tupac is just i love hearing snoop dogg talk so just his whole segment was great um Noob diggy Yeah, and George Harrison's son came on stage and talked about ELO because, and I'm a huge Beatles fan, so anything that relates to the Beatles at all, I'm all on top of. Um, so that was that. Um, and if you want to watch it, anyone, it's on HBO, which I learned, so you can watch it there. Um, and then. Told my, I told everyone it would never happen, but I'm watching Daredevil. And uh, halfway through now, season one, uh, really, really, really enjoying it. Um, I think the highs are so high, like s- some of the best television I've seen, some of the best television action I've seen. Like this is so next level. Certainly. I- I told Aaron about the hallway scene. I, right after I watched it, I was like, my God, the hallway scene. <laughs> like, that was just one of the most well-choreographed fight scenes I've seen in television or film or anything. 
Like, it's just so well done. The cinematography in the whole show is... Yeah, the gorgeous. fact that it was actually one take yeah. is so impressive. Yeah. yeah. And just... Jacob, question. Yeah, yeah. Can you count all the shows you're watching on one hand right now? Yeah. Daredevil. I've given That's all? You're else. not watching yeah. Black Mirror? You're not well, Black watching Mirror, I count as movies. We all know this. I count Black Mirror's movies because they're like movies. They're movie length. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I you gotta get back to Black Mirror though, because you left off right before the episode I that I wanted. I, I told you to watch the entire series so you could get to the episode. Aaron, you're, telling, you're giving me stage fright. Stop it. <laughs> um, no, so I'm going to finish Daredevil, and then I'll probably finish Black Mirror. We'll see. Um, depending on how I'm feeling. Because Black Mirror is like, I gotta be in the mood. Because if I'm not, I'm gonna be like, eh, let me check my phone, let me do this other stuff. Like, I gotta be in it for Black Mirror. Where Daredevil, I'm like, okay, I can check my phone during this stupid foggy and is the re- receptionist or whatever. I'm like, I don't really care about this subplot. It's real dumb to me, so <laughs> whatever. And uh, the Fisk stuff, I'm like, I like Vincent D'Onofrio, but... Mm, it's just not good. So. Do you not like him as Kingpin, or do you not like the storyline? I don't. The most recent. I liked episode, his performance. Oh, I think his performance is great. The most recent episode I watched was with the art dealer woman, where mm-hmm. they're going out to dinner, and I'm like, I don't care about you just trying to get laid, man. I that's not my cup of tea. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was just kind of like, all right, but yeah, but I, it humanized some. It does. It makes him one of Marvel's best villains. It does humanize so, him, that's if true. We're, if we're counting both TV and movies. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I'd say right now. And then that scene where he's, like, trying to have someone love him with that art dealer woman, then contrast it against the scene that's right after in the horrible, brutal, gruesome thing. Like, something I would have never expected would ever happen in the Marvel Universe. I'm like, holy crap. Rap. All right, this man's clearly unhinged, so this should be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, God, as if I needed another reason to love Rosario Dawson. I'm just like, oh, I love you, Rosario Dawson. You're so good in everything. Why? So, yeah, obviously. Well, then it's a good thing that she's the yeah, you know, connecting link between all four shows. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, love. Daredevil, all the Daredevil stuff, love all the stuff with Rosario Dawson's character. Um, definitely don't need the foggy stuff. I don't want it. It's horrible. Take it out of the show. <laughs> I understand you need kind of like a little bit of downtime between brutal murders, but like, not with that, man. Not with that. <sighs> so yeah. That's about it. That's all I watched. We'll be okay. we'll be finishing hopefully this week, and then maybe I'll get into San Junipero. Maybe I'll get into Jessica Jones. The whole reason I'm watching is because I'm really interested in watching Jessica Jones, and I'm like, if I'm gonna watch Jessica Jones, I better watch all of them, and if I'm gonna watch all of them, I better watch them in order. So here I am. Yeah, if you are gonna watch all of them, watch them in the order of release. Yeah. So I think they'll spoil each other otherwise, on some fronts. Right. All right. Well. That's it for me. Guys. All right. Let's move on to our newest segment. I, I guess we're calling it Devil's Advocate. So uh, okay. 
Aaron, do you want to lead us into it? Get some devilish, angsty music. Angsty music? I can't think of any angsty music right now. Okay, so this is uh, our new segment where we basically take a film that is critically acclaimed and make the case for why it is a terrible movie. Or we take a film that is, you know, critically panned and make the case for why it is actually a great movie. So uh, this week, we're coming at you with another film that so many people are real, you know, real hyped up about. Academy nominated it for Best Picture last yeah. year. David ranked it in his top ten films of all time. But it is a terrible, terrible movie. Yeah. So we're talking about Arrival. There are days that define your story beyond your life. Like the day they arrived. Arrival. Horrible film. One of the worst films I've ever seen. Um, and, and mostly, the thing that it hinges upon, my hatred for this film, is how it's just a complete ripoff of The Day the Earth Stood Still. It's the same. Uh, yeah, movie. I feel like it's, it's the same thing as with Guardians of the Galaxy last week is this film is just a ripoff of so many other greater films. Mm -hmm. It's basically Day the Earth Stood Still mixed in with a little uh, Interstellar at the end. Ah, you know? Yeah. You just oh, combine those wait, two films. Let's just say, you got this movie. Obviously, we'll be spoiling this movie. Um, that's the whole point of Devil's Advocate. I mean, we're kind of going to get there. So, if you haven't seen Arrival, go see it. We're playing characters. Go see it. And um, let's, anyway. you know, let's talk if you, about... if you haven't seen it, go see it and also skip the segment because yeah, yeah. we will talk spoilers. Let's talk about how they just make every single military figure just an animal in this movie. Make them the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the whole, uh, they have no redeeming quality whatsoever because we need someone for the audience to root against. Yeah. In exactly. It's about like, oh. connecting everyone with empathy. They're like, oh, but those people are still bad. Yeah. What about our boys in blue, everyone? What about the boys what? in blue? What? Nope. Can't hear you. Am I silent? You were silent briefly. What were you uh, saying? I was saying, what about the boys in blue, everyone? I know that's cops, but whatever. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am just We're kidding. getting into some Obviously. dangerous territory. Obviously. I know I'm we're playing joking. characters, but... It's a character that I'm playing everyone. Ah, calm down. I'm going to bring back the Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. It's halfway there. Wait. Don't... No. Oh, why did I... Uh, uh, Aaron, or character played by Aaron. Uh, I'm sorry, David. I regret this. I'm sorry for what I'm about to, you know, un 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 unleash on you. He's still not back. He's probably trying to think of what to say. Listen yeah, up, everyone. Has... I'm here to tell you about Arrival. One of the worst films I've ever seen in my whole life. Y you say, we've got an alien movie for you, and then they say, no, aliens are good. I beg to differ. Keep them out of my country. Keep them out of my life. <sighs> it, it really is Alex Jones' time. <laughs> now, I've been hearing a lot of talk about how Arrival is good. 
It's a good movie. It won Academy Awards. Everyone wants it to win this picture. David thinks it's one of the best films of all time, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no on that fact, sir. I'm going to say no. Well, tell, tell us why, then. When I saw Arrival, I was disgusted. How dare we bring empathy into the workplace? How dare we spread it to the masses? How there was dare... This actually, there was actually this uh, National Review article making the rounds on the internet that, kind of, that blamed uh, empathy on... It blamed the Holocaust on the Nazis having too much empathy. So just, just say no. My you point exactly, close to the talking point. Now, I could forgive this movie for its blatant anti-Trump agenda. If only it would give me something original, but no. All we get is a day the earth stood still. Parody, a, a remake, a, 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 a shift job at that. And, and now... They come in trying to win awards, and how dare they? How dare they do that to us? I'm gonna say, if you care about America, if you care about this country, the land of the red, white, and blue, you will not see a rival. You will not give them your money, and you will not stand for what they've done. Can we, t can we talk about... Aaron. Okay, yeah. So we yeah. talk about how things have calmed down. A major turning point in this movie was when they were having a discussion. Did they translate it tool or did they translate it weapon? We spent like a half hour. Like we didn't need a whole half hour on this, did yeah. we? I, th but I thought like, these were the best linguists in the world, and they did yeah, like, half an hour you, to decipher one one word. Like we well, half hour. Like, okay, half hour of the movie, which in movie time is probably. Like, three days that, that they were talking I about. I thought they were experts, but no. Yeah. And the kangaroo and line. did anyone fact check? Did anyone fact check? Because in the beginning, you know, how they came to her. Mm -hmm. And they were like, hey, we need your help. She's like, no. And she goes, hey, when you go to the other linguist, ask him what the, the main word is for this. Did anyone fact check her? Because I know she did was talking early, later in the movie how she just made up stories. So she could be making up words and, and like languages from the. She probably doesn't even know what they're saying, because she lied. She lied to the military guy just to be in a position of power. So who knows what this woman was saying yeah. to these aliens the entire time? Now, no one then, That's true. They just went and believed her because probably because she was Amy Adams, and they're like, you know, Ugh. that's enough for us. But can we talk about how, like, the whole thing where, like, the aliens are like, oh, we're helping you now because we're going to need your help in a few thousand years or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, well you want to explain selfish. why? How? how selfish are they? Like, Yeah, it's like, uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. W you know, they want us to have empathy. Where's their empathy? But also, like, from a, from a storytelling perspective, too, it's just like, you're not going to give me any answers about that? You're just gonna be like, oh yeah, there's, there's something in the future we need you for. Mm. Not gonna specify anything. Yeah. And then Amy Adams writes the book, uh, yeah. talking about decoding the language. Does this mean that everyone becomes 
aware of time as a as a continuum. Does that mean they can see everything? So she the has entire no idea how the ramifications exactly of who this, says this that she can do that? Time is nonlinear is going to have on the rest of society because like she's because... out there experiencing time simultaneously. But like you can't have a functioning society that way, or at least With you have to have a different person. type of society. Every single person on the causing every single the person. change to happen too fast, mm. and it, the society can't keep up if she's going to switch to did a. Science create something, and not and did they create it just because they could, and not and not think about if we should <laughs> throw back to Jurassic Park. Jeff baby. Goldblum, throw it back. Um. But, alright, so we're talking about a big picture. Let's talk about the kangaroo line. You know, where he's like, oh, the, the, the aborigines, like, kept saying kangaroo. Yeah, we already be, talked about that. They're pointing at the kangaroo. Did we talk about that? I'm sorry. I, yeah, I talked about we fact checked. You bring I, uh, it up again. I said the I fact check. She lied I about the kangaroo. I blacked out a little bit there for a second. I don't know what, I don't know what came over me. Um, but <laughs> can, we, can we talk about... I, I was just going to say, wouldn't it be better if they had, like, a real fact? She comes up with this fake fact. Wouldn't it be better if there was a real life example of this uh, happening? Why does it have to be fake? Why they're not lying? fake. There are alternative facts. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> right. Yeah. But can we talk about how unconvincing the Amy Adams Jeremy Renner romance is? Like they 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 throw that in at like the last yeah. two minutes. You're like, oh yeah, there are a couple now. We Were didn't there do anything any to develop that. But... In this entire movie. Were there? Are, are there any conversations that indicate they're anything more than just friends or they, good they work that, colleagues? Even they had that good one when he was up in a room. He's like, "Yeah, you dreaming the language? You dreaming of me, babe?" I was like, "Where was this? Why don't we have this?" I don't. I don't think that's how he said it. But yeah, I. I, I, I agree with your point, though. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, because they're the. It's the lead actor and the lead actress that naturally we're going to assume that they fall in love at the end. Like they're just assuming that the audience is going to be like, Oh yeah, we buy that because you know, <laughs> there they are. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about the random hallucination she was having and just like, didn't get like, Oh, we're going to go to the doctor. But she does she's like, how are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm just not hallucinating. Like doesn't even bring it up. They're like, this woman is mentally unstable playing with like, Octopus ink and zero gravity, making cool symbols. Like, what is she doing? What is she doing? Mentally unstable patient that just threw her in with aliens. Yeah, that's true. All right. We got anything else to say Arrival. about Arrival? Except I think for that it's horrible. I think we have successfully made the case that Arrival is a terrible movie. Uh, it is a ripoff of superior sci-fi films mm -hmm. featuring a protagonist that is awful at their job and also many other terrible little nitpicks but not nitpicks because they're very important not and to that's mention why their obvious anti-trump agenda <laughs> oh yeah of course how could i forget <laughs> this movie is terrible for promoting empathy which we, as we all know was the reason for the Holocaust. Please, please, let's just be clear that that is a joke. We do not actually believe anything like that. We need a disclaimer I'm because people believe I'm telling you, that's a real article. Oh, I that believe is a that's real a real article. I can article. send you the source on that. <laughs> put, right. put, the, put, it, put the link in the, in the description of the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if I want to spread that. I don't know if I want to spread those lies. Guys, let's move on. To the bad, 
movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Garbage day! David, you got a little bit of a bad movie for us. What you got? Uh, let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about no, Fast Times at Richmond uh, High. That's not a bad movie, though. <laughs> and you said you liked it. What? Do you like it or is it a bad movie? <laughs> I like the Can't you like bad movies? True. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I, it's not really the usual format, but sure. No, it is, because I brought up, like, Jason X and that's true. Friday the that's 13th true. Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, which I love. And I, it wouldn't be usual format. I've put, a cat, like, <laughs> like winning movies up for bad movies. Yeah, but, like, you actually hate those movies. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway. All right. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Let's, let's do this. Or I could talk about Assassin's Creed and be like, oh, it's not like the video game. Let's just do Fast Times at Richmond High. Let's let's go for it. All in. Let's talk about the awful acting. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I mean, they are children. How there's like. <laughs> let's talk about how there's no emotion from any characters. Like. Oh, that's because it's Sean the Penn, whole... and he's famously known to have no real emotions, and is kind of a scumbag. So there's that too. No, do you have? Do you want to do the bad movie of the week, or do you just want to counteract all my points? No, I'm not counteracting. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm saying he's horrible. Really? It sounds like it Sean sounds like horrible. oh, like the, the movie was blue, and you're like oh, it was more like a green, but okay, blue. That's that's what I'm, the vibes I'm getting from Jacob right Damn now. Man. Aaron, how do you feel? I've never seen this movie, so. But you agree yeah. on the Sean right. Penn, right? I mean, he's. Oh well, uh, yeah. Sean Penn. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so. Yeah, we got Jennifer Jason Lee as well in this. Yeah. So I don't know why like they they chose to like I feel like this was David is mute. I'm back. I'm back. I feel like <laughs> this movie was like, "Oh, like what sells?" And then like this was like the original sex sells, so we're going to have like a lot of sex and like there's a really awkward masturbation scene in there that we didn't need to see. At all, mm-hmm. like it was just, it was just like, oh, we're gonna throw a lot of nudity. We're just gonna like, it's gonna be a cash grab. It's like all about high school. No one in high school looks like this. Like I don't know what people are thinking. <laughs> it just a lot, a lot of, a lot of messed up things happened in this movie that I just, what kind of, what kind of Richmond High, is this a real place? Is this the normal high school experience at Richmond High? If you're listening, you go to Richmond High. Email us. Add our email. What is it, Jacob? Reboot already <laughs> underway at gmail.com. It's pretty easy. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm trying to give you a little screen time or a little audio time. time. <laughs> okay. Then there's the whole, like, abortion. Like, there's a whole big, abo- like, because yeah. I don't know what the characters' names are in this movie. Spicoli. The scumbag. We got Spicoli, and we got uh, Stacy. We got Brad. We got Mike. We got Rat. We got Linda. We got Arnold. Sure. So the, there's the there's a young girl, and like in the very beginning of the movie, she like loses her virginity, and then she's just like sex crazy for the rest of the movie. 
and then she has sex with the scumbag and gets pregnant like right away like there's no time lapse it's like okay she's like yeah i'm gonna have abortion you just pick me up and like give you some money and then uh she ends the guy stands her up he's like oh and then so she's always like super she's oh my god i can't believe you stood me up and then um so she gets the abortion and then the nurse is like oh like you have to wait like here for someone to come get you she goes oh like they're coming to get me so the nurse is like okay you can go downstairs i was like are you joking like you just said you couldn't leave until someone comes so I don't know what like what this nurse protocol was, but I was like losing my mind at that. Mm-hmm. And then like when she sees him in the school later, like she's so, like super mad at him. Like, oh my god! Like, why weren't you there? Why didn't you pick me up? I because she had a brother take her, which I was like, oh okay. Like brother take taking you to the abortion. What a good bro-. but like he didn't really because the abortion clinic is right across the street from the bowling alley. Like all abortion clinics, I guess. Okay. Suspect? I, I think so. But, um... Okay. Yeah, so she... So she talks to the guy, <laughs> and he's like, here. why Like, why weren't you there? Like, why didn't you pay for it? Like, help me out. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I was busy. And that's all. And she's like, oh, okay. Then they go on, become friends. Like, I don't know, like... Is that kosher? I've never, I've never done this, but this movie was just sex sells. Hey, this is high school. It's all messed up. Like just a whole lot of random stuff thrown together into a movie. But I did enjoy it. But I don't think it's a good movie. Uh, of course, written by Cameron Crowe. Aaron, if you didn't know that, I didn't know that. Yeah. Also starring Nicolas Cage in a small role, his first role. Oh, then the movie can't be all that bad if it introduced the world to Nicolas Cage. This is when his uh, name was still Nicolas Coppola. Can can this not just get a pass for that, David? Are you not willing to grant this movie a pass just for introducing the world to Nicolas Cage? We're going to table this argument for another day. (laughs) Fun little trivia as well about Nicolas Cage on this movie. He was bragging to everyone about how he was going to become the first one to become famous of the cast because he was related to Francis Ford Coppola. And so eventually they just started teasing him so much they like beat him into submission, basically. So he stopped. So that might explain a lot of Nicolas Cage, his trauma that lies deep below the surface. So I feel kind of bad for him now. So didn't think that I was going to happen. The band outbid Leonardo DiCaprio on a, t- on a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull for like seventy million. So the dude's doing okay. Yeah. All right. I guess. Yeah. Are we good on Fast Times? I mean, I've seen it. Um, it's been a while though, and I was like, okay, it's like American Pie in the eighties. Just it's literally I the same thing. I have not seen it. American Pie or Fast Times? Well, both. Oh, okay. American Pie sucks. I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand that. Um, <clears throat> David, you all good on Fast Times? Oh, yeah. Go see the movie. Tell me if I'm wrong. 
I mean, email us at reboot.rdiwayi.gmail.com. I, I think I that. It's not a good movie, but there's just, it, it's an 80s movie, you know? It is an 80s movie. Guys, let's move on to the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that, but you're wrong and I hate you. <sighs> Guys, this is, of course, the show. The show? The segment where we find a bad review for a good movie or a good review for a bad movie. And uh, we read it on the podcast. We, we, we take out all the spoilery bits and the other two try and guess uh, what the review is for. Zero stars, everyone. Too much CGI and look bad. That's number one. That's review number one. Oh, okay. <laughs> and look bad. Yeah. That's what we got. Sorry. Two stars. Sure, why not? It's a stupid movie, but it was funny. I don't know why he has it at two stars, but good, good for you, man. One and a half stars. Look crap. Let's see when the time comes if there's hope. These are reviews that people were writing before the movie was out, just so we're all clear on that. <laughs> I don't know why they allow you to uh, give give star ratings, but uh, if you haven't, the movie's not even out. <sighs> you guys have any guesses yet? Should Guardians we? of the Galaxy 2? Yeah, it's David Cowell. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't find any good ones. It's too new of a movie, but... I thought the CGI one was just good enough to where I'm like, I have to read this one. Because... Aaron, I carry mm-hmm. us. It's okay. Too you much do. CGI right. look bad. I'll admit it, Devin. Too much CGI look bad. Internet, I'm dabbing. Yes, David is dabbing. He is quite good at it. Dab some more. Dab some more, David. What? That's your dab? Is that also a dab? Dab's work? That's not a dab. That's not a... No. Is that a thing? Oh, no one can oh, see us. Bring... Worst right, movie yeah. I've seen in a while. Uninteresting plot. What little there was. Boring, predictable jokes. Bad acting all way round. Even the little stick thing got on my nerves. That was my other one that I banked on. Okay, <laughs> then we would have been way it, easier. Sure. But I, I wanted to get the... We don't need that. We have me. Yeah, David. No, yeah. David's the pro here. I wanted you to know, get the horribly written ones out of the way first. Um, that one's pretty bad too though <laughs> alright guys well this has been episode 52 of Reboot already underway last week I didn't even do my shtick at the end man I was too busy reading an ad for y'all uh, a Reboot already underway ad for all y'all um, I'm gonna do the shtick this week everyone so just buckle in <laughs> it's a very creepy voice Hey guys, if you uh, want to find us around the internet, you can. Uh, okay, that's not fighting. You no, can no. find <laughs> David at Dbex with two s's fifteen on Twitter. Dbex fifteen with two oh. s's on Twitter. Go see him. It's a long username. If you, yeah, if you want to find some dank memes, I'm sure you can find them there. If you uh, remember when we were telling people to send David Harambe memes, <laughs> that was a thing. And if you want to find Aaron around the That's internet. how long our podcast has been around. 
We were we were wrong for the Haram bike, right? Memes, <laughs> now now memes we're wrong die for so that awful SpongeBob. Meme. Oh, why is this a thing now? It's this over. is gonna it's go over. the way of the the cave man SpongeBob meme as well. There's a new one. Cave up. You haven't seen the new SpongeBob meme? No, I don't follow the same people you guys do. Obviously, <laughs> it's I'll everywhere. It it's inescapable. Send it to me. Now, uh, if you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at uh, Little Flame Dude on Twitter. Follow him for all the great blog posts. You can read his Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Two review. Uh, yes. And of course... I'm pretty sure people are going to stop his, like watching. His, watching. his blog is... <laughs> Listening uh, to us. This clever blog name's already taken at tumblr.com. And then if you want to find me, Mixmaster Jake Blasey around the internet... You're, you're like descending into your Snake Plissken voice. Oh, God. And if you want to find Snake around the internet... <laughs> no, you can find uh, me at... Uh, Jake underscore lace on Twitter. I tweeted about eating popcorn in bed. I'm a horrible monster now. This is who I've become. This is who I am. <laughs> and of course, you can find my blog at Jake Lace. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, my Spectre Fix This Film's already out. You can read it now. If you want to follow the podcast for season two, the sexy season, that's what we're subtitling it. Um, this is, what was the first season? The first season. Awkward, for, awkward middle school years? Yeah. Well, the first season was the bye-bye season. See, year two is the year of the sexy. Hey, the bye-bye man can be sexy. Uh, well, Did, obviously he's not because that's the opposite of Oh, uh, that's, that's true because he, he makes um, you impotent. So right. he, yeah. And of course, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Reboot Already on, on Twitter and of course on Facebook. We're looking at Reboot Already Underway. You can go over there. You can leave us a like, a follow. We'll be posting all sorts of fun stuff for you and your friends to have a good hurrah about. And, of course, you can find us SoundCloud iTunes. Leave us a review, a five-star review, and be sure to write how sexy we are in the review. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> you too. You're the sexy... How much of that am I going to cut? Probably all of it. But, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for entertaining what horrible people we are. <laughs> and uh, join us next week as we talk about... How empathy caused the Holocaust? Oh, sweet Jesus. We can't, we can't <laughs> say that at the end. No, we don't believe that. The bye-bye, man. I'm just going to take it from him this week. Okay. I'm carrying the torch. The bye-bye, no, man. Is, yes. Goodbye, everyone. Good. Bye.